Welcome, you're listening to Season 1, Episode 14 of the Loot and Dagger Podcast, where we play Dungeons and Dragons, murder evil, and acquire sweet, sweet loot. We put our imaginary lives in a line all for your listening pleasure. Now, let's tell some stories. Roll once, then twice to escape the starlight, but now let's fight, let's sing the shit tonight. Ray guns, laser swords, now use words with syllables that poison the earth. Drink it up, smoke it up, boss battles be basic. I'm riding dirty at my enemies' faces. You can't contain this dagger when I'm rolling with loot and dagger. After leaving everything they knew behind to begin a new life, Lord Sheriff Victor Sinclair, the noble from Mistport, and Deputy Grit Tough and Stuff, fame of the Zentarium, have forged friendships and enemies that will surely change the face of Faerun forever. They've toppled a group of bandits that practice the dark arts. They've dethroned an evil goblin king and slayed a young but still deadly dragon. They've vanquished an ancient floating skull-faced thing and calmed a pseudo-baby beholder. The greatest threat still lies ahead, for the black spider is still alive and the threads of its master plan have just barely begun to unravel. We join our heroes now, as each step draws them closer and closer into the unknown. Called the Lightbringer, which is a mace. Made for a cleric? I'm cleric. Mm-hmm. Head of the mace is shaped like a sunburst and made of solid brass. This weapon glows as bright as a torch when its wielder commands. While glowing, the mace deals an extra 1d6 radiant to all undead. That's a little garish, but I like it. It's plus one. There is a breastplate, and you realize this is called the Dragon Guard. It is a plus one breastplate, and has a gold dragon motif worked into its design. Created for a human hero of Neverwinter named Targum, originally. Um, It grants its wear advantage on saving throws against breath weapons of creatures that have the dragon type. So it is extra great against dragons. Hmm. Plus one. It's a plus plates. one breath I do not have a dex bonus. So, so even that would be a, a decrease in my in my armor from just a normal full, give it a full plate. Oh, Franklin, it is Franklin's looking at it like, I wasn't going to say anything, but I mean, technically, I am part of... I've been hanging around nobility long enough. Oh, Franklin, you're family to me. Oh, come on now. You're too kind, sir. Uh, Yes. In fact, this would be perfect for you. Oh, I appreciate it. Considering I I really like it. It looks nice (laughs) on me, I think. Oh, it does. It does it there. Franklin dons the dragon guard. I would say we'll be going to town. Mm-hmm. Just let Twix wear it when we walk in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Frankly, Twix already looks hot with his plus one uh, Oh, yeah, he's got the thing. gentleman's armor. Yeah, he has the gentleman, gentleman's, armor. gentleman's armor. Oh, Franklin, you were good with the ladies before, but once they mm. see that, it's going to be all over. This is a travesty for them because they have no, no way to fight back. Well, that's a little rapey, Franklin. <laughs> I don't like the way you put that. <laughs> So now that the uh, spectator has gone into the green flame and essentially been de-summoned because he, uh, his job is officially over as far as the spell is concerned. That's what you gathered from that. It doesn't take a, a huge leap. Uh, and you also took the armor, uh, or you have mm-hmm. the armor in uh, 
probably put in your bag of holding. Or no, it's being worn here. by Mr. Devereaux. Oh, that's right. Devereaux has yeah, got the armor. Is he sorry, a, the mace. He got the mace too? He's using a short sword right now. Yeah, he probably would be better off with the mace, at least for the time being. Devereaux's because it still does its effect no matter who's wielding it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, it'll be good for him. Because mm. I think... It was made uh, specifically for a cleric, it felt like, but uh, anyone can wield it. Yeah, but it's it still a comparable have... weapon to what he's w wielding, but better. So, yeah. So, so yeah. that works. You can give him That's... a plus one mace, and a mace does 1d6, I believe. But it's a plus one. And he said 1d6 radiant damage on top of that? Well, it's 1d6, and it's a plus 1d6 um, for undead. Anything that's undead. Yeah. Oh, we have run against a lot of skeletons here. Yeah. Okay, so it's... Slightly better against undead, but not as good against anything else. But that's fine. It's only by a plus. Actually, that plus one. Oh, yeah. That plus one does it. Okay. So it is on par and better against undead. Yeah. Mace to Devereaux. Right, because what's his strength like? Uh, his strength is. Same as an his. 18. As an 18? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah so that's, so definitely, that's uh, definitely better. Or it's definitely just as good, but technically one point better, so. Well, the the one the one point of uh, magic damage offsets the one d six instead of one d eight, mathematically perfectly. Yeah. So it's the same against normal stuff and better against undead. So, yeah, it's a perfect uh, upgrade for him. Grit, you happen to find in rubble because this room is still kind of rubbly in some parts. Mm -hmm. um, you find a glowing ring. This just looks like a magical ring, and on it, it it's inscribed uh, for protection. It's written in gnomish, and it's of gnomish size. Now, magic things can fit whatever, who they fit, right. but this was specifically written in gnomish. If you wanted that, it gives you a plus one to AC. Now, if you have anything else giving you a plus one to AC, I don't think that works, but... Actually, I'm going to give that to Twix. Hey, Twix, come here. Now, does that match with armor? If an armor is plus one, does that match, or is it just other items outside of armor? Um, I thought jewelry was I'm separate. I think. I think. I cannot remember off the top of my head the way. We're gonna way. say it's separate, but multiple jewelries don't stack for now. So there's. A, look it up you have later. an armor bonus and a jewelry bonus, but within that category, they don't stack. Right. Okay. Let's do that for now, and then we can look it up later. But I kind of like that as a house roll, so that way you can still get one more push, and then that's it. Not for you. Your character's not allowed. <laughs> but regardless, I'm, I'm going to give it to Twix. Okay. I have more evasion properties than he does, so he'll be wearing the plus one protective ring. Okay. Match his plus one gentleman's armor. All right. Oh, nice. So, What's that put him at? Uh, 18. Nice. Yeah. So That's really good for him. All right, come here, Twix. That also works against I mean, saving throws as well. as plus one on his saving throws. Oh. So it's plus one to AC and saving throws. Put this on. Oh, Okay. What the? Oh, and a uh, a a, uh, a sheen of blue, like a blue shield, kind of goes over him for a moment and kind of dissipates, but it, like it activated a shield around him. Mm. Oh, I feel better. Has a good look on you, twins. Mm -hmm. oh, thank you. And he puts his ring out. Yeah, <laughs> doing doing battle against and and all for justice. I do, I, I'll put mine with my uh, my little sigil ring. Just, yeah. Yeah, his ring glows. Oh, we doing all rings in. Rings right. in. Rings, rings in. in, everyone. Rings in. Rings in. Do you just have like a nice big giant fancy rock of a ring from, Clearly, of course, from yeah. your noble lineage? Yeah. It's all also right. a signet ring, because why not? 
Um, the only thing left really in this room to kind of look around, uh, look at, is there is the actual, um, the, the spell of, uh, the forge of spells proper. Um, there's an actual forge next to the giant green uh, brazier. Just to kind of decipher what you can do, what can actually do. Let's yeah, get... we'll go through the handbook. So at the end of the day, um, it wants you to do an arcane check. So I'm, I'm not going to let you know exactly right now unless you actually get the arcane check. You can just do an arcane check if you want to know what it does. Well, we had those notes on how to work um, it from... You hit a guide. You know what? Yeah, so fuck this a manual. Roll. Screw this roll. You, you have the manual, you understand. And back in the old days, this would permanently um, imbue a... Uh, plus one to either any armor or or weapon. I would imagine uh, in the old days. Now the magic has waned a bit. So when you do this, um, there's an actual roll we can do, but it's uh, one. I'm going to say one d twenty days that you can actually imbue a an item with a plus one stat. Oh, it just gives you a temporary bonus. Right now, it just gives you a temporary bonus. Mm. I put my rapier in. Still, well, how frequently can it be used? It can be used as frequently as you would like. Oh, so let's but just it can't stack. <laughs> yeah, let's magic everything up. Yeah. Yep. So uh, anything that wants to be magic, now if it's already got a plus one, it won't get another plus one. But my alma does not have a plus one. <laughs> God. Yeah, I'll do my armor You're as well. A, just a mobile tank at this point. Just I'm, a, I'm a healing tank. Yeah. I walk into it all and just distribute my healing appropriately. Mm-hmm. Now, with your notes, this would be very, very profitable, very, very important to armies who would get it, because most armies don't have plus one everything on all their sure. shields and swords and all that stuff. Only, like, adventurers and people of high class, like, you barely, rarely ever see a plus one item anywhere. So this is a big deal. This Spellforge is a very sure. big deal. If you magic a, with, with, with what we said earlier, with the armor and the ring, what about shields? That I'm going to say that goes bonus. I'm so say got shield, so you wouldn't be able to get gotcha. double bonus. I was doing to make sure he had his, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you could surmise that with enough, um, if you wanted to keep this thing around, this 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 flame doesn't look like you're, you're going to be able to like take it out or or, or anything. I mean, mm-hmm. you could, the brazier is just there for like aesthetics when it comes down to it, but it looks like this flame just exists in this, part, in this cavern because it's just a natural arcane thing you understand of why it's here um but you could surmise that perhaps with the forge give enough time some magic work or whatever you could probably make magic items with this and maybe even permanent on dm discretion <laughs> going forward but that's where we could go with that if we really want to like adding other things outside of just a plus one bonus like adding a once it's upgraded, it's a it can have a greater range of effects. Just yes. curious, looking at that, it, pull one of those diamonds out, though the one of those glowing diamonds. See if that's reactive. Oh, don't mind if I do. I will do just that. Mm. Take one of those uh, fancy diamonds. And... Yeah. So when you do that, the diamond um, it starts glowing. Even more. It, even even more than it is now. It looks like it could. Uh, whatever is more than a diamond. It may have turned it into that. Now the effects seem per- don't seem permanent like anything else. Well, if I were an unscrupulous man, I would sell this. So, uh, what in the olden days would be referred to as an astral diamond. And, uh, <laughs> in the back of rate. Grit's mind, you remember Helia being persistent and asking questions about this, uh, this, these lost mines and, and things of that nature. Just, you know, like the pillow talks and all that stuff. And remember when you were slightly, maybe, drunk off of love? 
or intoxicated through, through venom. She was asking all kinds of questions of its location. Perhaps this would have been an extremely handy tool for the Zentarian to make all kinds of money off of. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and toss the other two diamonds in just... Just because. Yeah. Into the fire. Yeah, I was curious if it, if it looked like fuel. It is one of the most beautiful, sparkling things you have ever seen in your life. I you also feel anything that's magic just hums around this thing. So you would think that uh, if you were to do all kinds of spells, it would be amplified just within this room, within this mm. this this uh, thing. So perhaps if someone did do some kind of like a fireball effect of some sort, you would imagine... Now, you guys aren't skilled in arcane checks. You have no idea what it would... Like, you know, even if you did a good arcane check... We're coming check, back to this room to heal. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So, uh, since diamonds are not inherently flammable... Are these diamonds destroyed when he tossed them in? They're not not destroyed. Okay, just curious. No, you guys put it in and you took it out. And oh, it became... got it. Hey, that's a magic fire. It's not a burning fire. And gotcha, gotcha. For about 16 days, you're pretty sure these diamonds are going to be some of the most beautiful, glowing, magic-like encrusted diamonds you'd ever seen. They're probably worth a ton in the market. We're not selling them at an inflated rate. Because we know they're going to go back down to normal value. And that would be unscrupulous. And it's not happening. I didn't even say anything. Well, I know. I'm just thinking out loud. Just just putting that out Is there. Is Greg going to do something with these diamonds? I certainly doubt it. Because uh, he's a better man than that. You're not going to you break Greg? the law as a deputy, are you? We think. did a we did a uh, spit handshake at one point. Yeah, I know. I would no. It, the thought never didn't even cross my mind. Of course it did not. No. I wouldn't expect it to. Of course not. Says no. Franklin Devereaux. <laughs> no, little seems... buddy, you've changed your ways since those never went to uh, the turmoil you used to do in the never went to. Oh yeah. All right then. Now, it seems our responsibility to clear out the rest of these caves so we can have a proper occupation. Now, there seems to be, uh, I believe from what the little green tentacle head said, uh, some weirdos on the other side of that wall. I believe so. I think his exact words were weirdos on the other side of that wall. Well, two weirdos and a bunch of undead and an orc that he killed. Yeah, he did. He was not specific about the numbers of anything other than those I, two weirdos. He yeah. seemed a little uh, uneasy and on Yeah, edge. he was a bit unstable. But I have no uh, frame of reference for a floating tentacle head. <laughs> There's a lot of floating heads in this cave. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I mean, only two, but that's a lot more than what be, normally I, comes across. I'll be across. honest, as someone who doesn't do a lot of magic, this thing makes me really uncomfortable when he points at the uh, Spellforge. He's like, I'm just saying, I think that this makes some float ahead things. You don't you don't want to stick your head in the I'm not sticking my head in that Come thing. Come on, Franklin, mm, just no. a little bit. Just don't you dare me. Imagine what what your hair would look like. Oh you my just god. Dipped your hair in that magic fire. He takes his helmet off. <laughs> Is this a dare? Are you well, daring I'm, Franklin Devereaux? That to would put be his, it's a, that's a double gnome dare. To well, put his golden locks of beautiful hair I mean, into just, this. Imagine the glory. Go! He does like a, uh, he rock walks up to, oh, nobody dares, Franklin Devereaux. <laughs> nobody! And gets away with it. And he, he takes his hair and he just kind of, he has a comb, by the way, he keeps on him at all times. He's like, he, he combs it like, mm-hmm. if you burn, I'm going to grow you back. I love you, you beautiful locks of hair. But they dared me. They dared me. I'm at my wits end. Let's see if we can make you magical. He does a uh, like a headbang 
like where his hair goes into like a big supermodel coming out of a lake kind of a hair flip and that is what it looks like when he whips his hair back Mm -hmm. it is sparkling and it's beautiful oh mr Devereaux, i have never seen anything more magnificent in all my days he has that's a hell of a thing what's his charisma it's uh charisma is uh normal oh my fucking it's it's only a 10 10 Bring him up to a 12. Okay. Grit jumps in. The uh, brazier seems like uh, there's only so much magical nature Steve that this thing in. can do. Yeah, he jumps in. The flame just kind of burns him a little bit. Fuck. It looks flame, like, uh, my ass. if you remember, there's a there's a reason why this is a workshop. There has to be finely tuned in a special way you do stuff. And there's only so much magic per ley line and uh, whatever. There's all kinds of science and sure. arcane math behind it, but it feels like we need to get on with the story. Okay, just real quick, though. <laughs> it being a forge in a workshop, I'm sure they have some sort of, like, first aid kit around. Yeah. I look for one, because I want to use one. And is there a healing potion inside this first aid kit? You open it up? Uh, yeah, I'll give you a healing okay, potion. Okay, I'll drink it. Because I don't want to use this last two I have. Okay. Works. Okay. All right, I'm now, fully, back. I'm back up. What I was... Uh, I'm sorry, I can't stop... Looking in my hair. I'm just I I keeping it in my you. hands. No, and it's I'm just, just saying. Yeah, I'm in a trance. Sure. It's sparkly. It is. Now, is that a fairy in my head? No, that's just, that's just me imagining it's things. A fairy so I'm sorry. Now, do we want to double back and uh, cut this off from the other direction? Or do we want to just open these doors mm. and hope that we can kill everything before they come in here and start a fuss? Let's put it to a vote. <laughs> Is there anything to peer through keyhole window? No, this is like the other like door. It's gotcha. just a big, giant, unruly, rusty door, and you can imagine that if you were to try to open it from here, it would cause it would take as much effort, and it would be loud, and it would be obnoxious. Now I'm not gonna lie, my vote is for doubling back and going back around. No, I'm I'm, I'm all about that because I don't want if there's anything on this on this other side, I kind of make a little crude drawing of where you've been. Yeah, I just don't want them. It coming looks up a lot behind like the crew drawing that we have now and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't want uh, let's say if those weirdos or magic weirdos, I don't want them casting some sort of enhanced fireball on me as, as soon as they come inside. So let's go let's go out there to where magic is normal and yeah. kill them the good old fashioned way. That seems nice. I just feel like my, my hairs are standing up. The hairs on my arms. As the non enchanted ones. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Right to put this back in the helmet, you think? I think it might be best for us all. All right. It's a bit distracting. Mm. Hold on, hold on. And he, and he goes, maybe just that mustache will work. Maybe there's enough magic for the mustache, you think? Yeah! <laughs> Your mustache is beautiful. Oh! It does not mean enough to give you... mustache! But it is twinkling. It has a twinkle to your eye. All right. I think we all look good now. Let's go. He puts his helmet back on. It is no longer distracting. It's magnificent, Grid. I could not imagine a more gorgeous mustache. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you guys double back around. You get back to the pit, and you see the other... uh, There's a tunnel leading out of this pit. And it goes, and it empties out into a large cavern, like a lake cavern. Mm Mm-hmm. And at this point, there are no boats, and you and you feel like it's probably about six feet deep as you start walking through, just uh, as far as you can get into the uh, the shoreline. When you look around, there are bones everywhere. 
there are it looks like uh, ghouls now just floating on the tops of the lakes. It looks like the, maybe they were doing some stuff, but recently have uh, ceased to exist as far as their own death. Mm. Now, so the only way forward is through water. Through water. And it looks I'll like a break large out pattern. the little boat. All right. You press the button. It's a boat. You guys can describe the boat if you want. It's a. Uh, it's a boat. Okay, it's a magnificent golden boat. It is golden. Full Shines. of jewels. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um. <laughs> Illusory jewels, if you like. But it will say it's golden. It's a golden boat made of golden brass, but somehow magically floats. Do you have prestidigitation? It looks of all steampunky. You, you put the Luton Dagger logo on the. Of course I will. All right. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will uh, press digitate the loot and dagger logo on the side of the boat. Very good. This boat is big enough to fit four people and a little bit of storage. Well, how convenient! Mm-hmm. Four oh. medium-sized creatures can fit on here. So. Well, hey, I'm a medium-sized creature. I'm, I'm I'm small. Do you guys consider me medium? You are the greatest. My heart. <laughs> my heart is as big as you guys, though. Absolutely. Well, hopefully not. He tries to trip you as he runs over to the boat, jumps in like I've never been in a boat before. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, Liz, Can we make we'll a see. captain's hat for him? <laughs> well, I don't know what it is about you thinking I can just make <laughs> items of clothing from nothing. <laughs> I'd, that is a realm <laughs> of magic like, that I am unfamiliar didn't with. Didn't he have a hat with his um, gentleman's armor? Can't you just prestige it to the captain's hat? I, you have a very limited understanding of magic. And why aren't you talking like your normal voice, Grit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Is he practicing something? Yeah, we're, we're setting sail now. <laughs> That's fine. Things are getting weird. It's okay. Oh. Um, do me a favor. Check... The storage. You're oh, it has a storage unit? Oh, a storage when you unit. said room for storage, I thought maybe it's an open area. But yeah, it has it's, like... it's room for storage, but it's yeah. actually like an open, you can open it up. Gotcha. And when you open it up, you actually yes. see a wand. Oh. I don't think you can use wands, can you? Not particularly. Nope. But on the, uh, it was inscribed, um, Thandon's Wand of Magic Missiles. Hmm? Looks like he was going to sell it, like he makes these things or something. Anyways, one more thing for the bag. Yep. The yeah, bag is bag. hungry. Must be fed. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get rid of all the loot now. All right. I think we're done. Okay. Um, did the boat come with oars? Yes. Okay. So they have oars. They're golden brass oars that are light, though. Hooray! Really light. So you can use the oars to make your way forward. I and do so. You could tell there are definitely some uh, some undead creatures. Not just that, but like a, a couple of giant fish that maybe would have attacked you before. But now that the undead aura and the uh, and, and you're feeling it, there's a release now. There's like an ooh ah feeling that you didn't quite pick up on before, but now just feel you just feel better about the whole place now that you're here and this and you're seeing all this. Hmm. I mean, that's, well, I'm going to take a moment and meditate on that feeling. Maybe okay. I can hone in on it in the future. Hmm. So you're doing that, and you feel like you can start. You start reaching out, and you can kind of feel. Whereas before, it was easy. It's easier for some other clerics who have who are attuned to a certain god to be able to kind of use that as like, like an ample amplification of just the the feeling of the of the 
death and undeath around you and the, and the healing light and things of good. When creatures of good and, and creatures of evil, like you can kind of, but now you're feeling like you're just kind of finding your own, your own amplification for it and you're finding your own outlets and perhaps it's not just one god but you're connecting yourself through a, a, a bunch of gods. By the time you figure that out, you realize there's a shore that you're going to creep up on. In this shore, there's another large double doors, much like the ones you found over here. And this this goes on for a while. It actually takes you about as long as it took you to go through all this other stuff, which was actually, it took you a while to get through all that. So it's actually a pretty, pretty decent boat ride. But once you get to the shore, you realize and, uh, the double doors are wide open and there's there's some uh, there's a fire crackling, like a campfire, it seems like, mm-hmm. coming out of these double doors. Everybody off the boat? Off the boat. Off the boat. Alright. See if there's an the off switch on this boat somewhere. Yeah, I look around, there's there's totally a uh, a hand like uh, where you can put your hand on it. Hmm. And you and you uh, you say the magic words and then the boat comes back to your pond. Hmm. And back to a miniature boat. Hooray! So what would you like to do now? Do you want me to roll for if I'm gonna start uh, do you roll another rolling stealth check? Or do you want me to leave the one that I had previously? Let's do a new rolling stealth check. 22. 22. So, what would you like to do with that stealth roll? I imagine when I'll peer in, look around, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. What you see, you see a grand hall. And this thing is an enormous cavern, about the size of the battle mat that is here before you. And like, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. So, you're here. Okay. And you see a large cavern, and this looks like at one point it was perhaps like the initial mining venture of this of this uh, of this whole thing. But they carved it out, or maybe it was, there was also a natural cave formation. But the way it looks now, it looks like it was going to be some kind of grand, just like a room for people to stay or or whatever. Like there's all kinds of um, toppled over like buildings in here too, just just in rubbles though. Everything's in rubbles except for there is a. Uh, um, at the very back, there is another large room there, and that room, um, or that there's a, there's just like a large building, and that building's ornate, and it has all kinds of fun ornate things on it. Over near the right side, when you when you peer in, you look at the right side, and you, and you realize that those are the the far end of this cavern. You see the uh, double doors, presumably on the other side of where you guys were at, and at this there's a uh, there's a campfire. And there is a giant ogre, along with two orcs, and then there is a dark elf, and she's currently arguing with them. Is it her? The one oh, they yeah. stabbed me? Yeah. And is there anybody else in this giant room? Nobody else in this giant room. And is, I'm sorry, was that a separate room, that large this structure? Is, yeah, this other structure, there's a separate room within this giant, like, this, this giant okay. hall, there's a uh, separate room right in the middle, and it looks really ornate. It looks like almost a chapel of some sort. Well, time has withered it away, so you're not sure if it's a, a holy chapel or what the other, the other room in here is. But near that other door, near the one that you guys were in previously, uh, looks like there's a, currently a heated argument or a debate going on there. And they don't seem to notice you. You said there's debris? There's all around? kinds of debris everywhere. Alright, and this is Dark Elf Lady? This is Dark Elf Lady, yes. Alright. So, right uh, now you can't exactly hear unless you kind of get a little closer, oh, no, but you're no, just I'm, peeking I'm, in. I'm, right I'm gonna let them know. I'll be right back. You're gonna go stab them. 
Yeah. Okay, so we'll be ready to rush in. Yeah. So I'm going to sneak over here uh, okay. using the rubble for cover to uh, mask my approach. And as I'm any closer, I'm going to murder her unless she says something that sounds of any importance and I'm going to stay and listen. Otherwise, <clears throat> you're getting a rapier to the back of the throat. She's there. There's an ogre. And this ogre looks like he's nine feet tall. And he has a club. A giant, and the closer you get to it, it shimmers like it's a like a magic club of some sort. And you see two orcs. And they are standing by the fire, arguing. I'll let you in on some of the conversation, but you let me know when you are ready. Because currently she's too into this conversation to really uh, notice you behind her. Oh no, she's surprised. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Okay, and what are they saying? <clears throat> She's like, I don't care about the deserters. All right. As soon as the black spider gets those teleportation portals open, we'll have an army unlike anyone's ever seen, and we'll burst through that door, and everyone get their weapons ready, and we'll just Stab take her. over Famine. That's all I, that's all I do here. Okay. And I'm going to use my rapier, not my dagger. All right. Everyone roll for initiative. I'm a little slow on the uptake. 25. A 2. You get a surprise round. Roll twice. Save a life. Wait, kill a life. It's going to be a 18. You hit. Mm. Now roll me That's sneak auto- attack damage. It's automatically a critical hit. So these go twice. 15 for sneak attack. Now my actual damage. Mm. 26. Okay. And I'm going to do a second attack with my dagger. Okay. Crit? Mm-hmm. With your dagger? Mm-hmm. Add three more points of damage. Okay. And then damage roll, one, and then my crit, two. So she's taking close to 30 points of damage right now. And then I'll whisper... Or I'm not whispering like, I told you I'd be back. That hurts her pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. She's not going to lie. That hurt me pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. And I'll use my cunning action to disengage. Uh, Is that a full movement and disengage? Disengage is just a back. Okay, then back one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not a full movement. There we go. All right. Actually, so now it's top of the round. So now it is top of the round. And I think Chris goes. Oh, wait, actually, yeah. She. I wouldn't have moved then. I was just going to go again. Just great top and stuff. Stabbing her again? With my rapier. Okay. She's not. Now, since uh, she. I've stabbed her. You no twice. longer have advantage. Right. Yeah. That's going to be a 10. Nope. Does okay. not hit. Gotcha. Then I will. Uh... Do you not have two attacks? I do, but I want to keep my reaction now. Ah. So I'll use my kind of action to disengage. Twix. is going to run in as fast as he can. Ah! He has six, so he can probably one, two, three, four, five, six, and then another one, two, three, four, five, and that's all he could do. Like, I'm going to run into battle for justice. Mm-hmm. Loot and dagger. Surrender. Or the law will surrender you. 
I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it is their go. The dark elf woman turns as she is bleeding, and she looks right at you. I smile. It's like, you little shit, I should have killed you. But you I didn't. I should have killed you when I had a chance. I just wanted you to burn in that mansion. But you didn't. How's that wound feeling? Not good. Not good at all. She's going to take a... She's going to critically fail that roll. But she's like hobbled, so she's trying to stab you with her own... Uh... Uh, did you drop something? You missed. She has a short sword and she's trying to stab you with it. Uh, not working. So she's going to take a action to disengage. She can do that. She has some stuff going on. And then she's going to start running. Right, we'll say uh, these three sections here are doors. Okay. Looks like she's trying to get in there. That's all she's doing. She's saying, take care of them! The black spider must not be disturbed. This guy is a nine foot tall giant orc. All right, uh, ogre. And he slowly just comes over. I have fell many in battle. That's how I became war chief. Well spoken. He's not able to hit anybody. And his other two orcs. So he swings his claw. Yeah, he swings his too giant high club. Because those two are just too short. He doesn't. Because uh, right now, right in front of the giant nine foot tall ogre are the two tiniest people in the party the <laughs> goblin Twix and the gnome. Grit. They're like three feet tall. It's so he tries swing. it. Sorry. He swings this giant. Anyway, he swings his club. Yeah, he swings his club. They're tiny. They're, They're tiny. And it's this magical whooshing dagger. And it has like like nails in it and stuff, you know, like that kind of dagger. Uh, giant club etched in, in magic. And these other torques come around the side here. One what? gets. That's a long movement. Oh, wait, no, that is. He's got to go around him. He's just going to come over here. Okay, that makes more sense. And this guy is going to come over here behind Twig. So they get advantage on both rolls. Uh, 19, does that beat Twigs? It does. Okay. And... Totally beats Twigs. So they hit him twice. For 12 points of damage total. So one catches... Uh, they, have, they both have uh, axes. Uh, great axes. They're carrying big, giant great axes. One cuts low, one cuts high, and Twix is able to get out of the main brunt of the damage, but uh, is cut on his leg and on his arm. Right. Ah! Skilled warriors, obviously. All right, that's their go. I can't think they can do anything else. Victor, Sinclair, what would you like to do, seeing I in this entire Well, I situation? will respectfully and tastefully burn the lady down with holy fire. Mm. Need to get in there and get the range? No, the range is enough. Okay. That's, that's pretty good range. All right, uh, she needs to make a deck save. How does uh, 23? Yeah, 23, <laughs> how does 23 what? Do for you. I don't like it very much at okay. all. Okay, all right, then she beats it. And uh, Mr. Devereaux is going to shoot an arrow at her for 18, 19, sorry. 19 works. All right, let me roll that roll. For six points of damage. Six points of damage. Okay, she takes it. When she uh, when she gets hit with the arrow, um, as soon as her, her hair falls out, or uh, flows around, and then she looks like your brother. She goes, oh, but you wouldn't hurt me. Oh, I would absolutely hurt you. You wouldn't hurt me. I would, just watch. Oh. 
And then, uh, and then that body falls away back to her dark elf body, and she just goes, I imagine so, yeah. That's pretty natural. I hate you. Stupid town. We'll all be slaves to the black spiders soon. Well, I suppose time will tell. Hmm. Alright, let's go back to Grit. You are surrounded by the biggest ogre. This guy is the biggest thing you've seen so far. Gotcha. By the way. This uh, ogre is huge. Cool. And, I yeah. still want her dead. Okay. So I'm taking my bow, taking another shot at her. She's trying to get away. Alright. It's gonna be 25. Yeah, that hits. Roll me that beautiful, sweet damage that I love so much. 11. Uh, yeah, her, uh, she goes to a knee. She's still up. Bitch. She has two arrows in her now. She seems pretty stout. She's a pretty stout warrior. She changes into hell, yeah. She goes, why would you kill me? That doesn't really why help your you case. Kill me? That doesn't help your case at all. Uh, and I'll disengage. And she starts crying. Let's why would you do this to me? Twix disengage in that same direction towards Twix, this way. Twix or, well, he can make one movement in... Uh, one movement back is still disengaging. Yeah, and he's going to leave his threat range. No. no. But if he takes just one... If he shifts, it doesn't take another attack of opportunity. And now he's no longer flanked. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Twix is going to... Wait, Twix still has his bow, too. Fuck it. Twix is going for her. Twix is going to take out his little tiny bow. Little tiny bow. And he's going to ready an arrow, steady it, breathing carefully, and then shoot the arrow up. He, he is not that great at... at well, he's at, a little intimidated by that uh, ogre. Like giant three ogre. Times yeah, yeah. He's, he's, the ogre could literally eat Twix and has eaten goblins, probably. Okay, that's Twix and me. She... Is her movement impaired at all? No. Okay. She's just bleeding everywhere as she goes inside. So, it's right here, right? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. So, she's on the roof. On the roof. She's on the roof. But she opened the door and got inside and she can do double moves too. She spent everything she could and there's a trail of blood behind her as she went inside. Alright. Alrighty. And, let's see, the ogre stomps right in front of you two. He's going to uh, attack you, Grit. He's just going to smash sure. his giant club down on you. Bring it. 17. Did not hit. This orc turns around to, uh, turns around the Twix, and he swings his great axe at Twix. 19. That hits. For nine points of damage. And this other, uh, yeah, this orc's gonna rush in, and he's also gonna try to hit Twix. Eleven does nothing to Twix. So the other orc comes in, tries to uh, swipe, but Twix already parries getting it. cut. He parries it. Strength for strength on this one. I wanna really see Twix like. He's really getting beat up. Well, Twix is gonna be more dexterous than strong. So he just like knocks it to the side, but he's a brave warrior who's looking in the face of orcs and ogres and just trembling really. But he's putting on a brave face. Let's go over to Lord Victor. Mm. Well, we love Twix more than we hate you. 
Alright. To the big guy. Because hopefully he has a shitty deck save. Ogre, make a deck save. I think I owe you guys on this one. Uh, oh. He has a dex of negative one, but he rolled a 19, so 18. Fuck Sorry, you. I'm just, hey, I'm just saying. Nope. That's fine, nope. It wasn't me. Nope, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, an arrow to the ogre for... 15 to hit. Uh, yeah, because he basically has no armor. Yeah. He's just a big giant target. Yeah, that hits. Six points of damage. An arrow thumps into his shoulder. He just kind of looks at it and breaks it off. Did some damage, but he's, not, he's not worried about it. And now it's the enemy's go, right? No, the, now it's your go, right? Yep. Let's see. I will disengage here. And let's see, if I disengage here... Oh, shit. I'm oh. sorry. I forgot. Healing Word is a bonus action. So you're so going to heal up... Uh... Healing Word on uh, Twix. Okay, Healing it's Word It's not for Twix. a whole lot, but it's something. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Ten points of healing. That's, that's, that's nice. All right. How hurt does he look? No. Uh, not too terrible. Okay. Not now, anyway. Alright, sorry. Interrupt. Forgot about that bonus action. You're fine. You're fine. Sir Grit. There's no way Grit. I can flank this guy. Because if I disengage here. Does your disengage a bonus action? No, Does you make... don't. You can just. Well, if he moves out, he moves out of threat range of this guy. You can just move out. No, he's fine. Oh, the ogre's flank. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, that's still in the uh, ogre's threat yep. range. Yep, then in that case, I'm going to take a uh, shot with my rapier in the back. Okay. You're gonna... 16. That hits. Describe that to me. Go, go walk around the back of him and you just uh, rape, rape your him. I figured, like, in his calf or something, because that's pretty much all I can reach. Okay. Go for that Achilles tendon. Mm-hmm. He takes it. He's not doing too well. He's bleeding out a little bit, but looking too worried yet. Yeah, Twix still in the fray. Yeah, Twix like, ah, I'm surrounded by everybody. He's going to go for the smaller ones. Okay. Or the one right in front of him. No, hold on, because remember, he's still flanking the ogre, too, now that you're on the other side of him. Oh, yeah, he is. All right. He, see, he sees me go for the legs. He's like, I'll do that, too. Going for the legs. Otherwise known as kneecaps. <laughs> that hits. Kneecaps. That's seven. And of his second attack. Kneecaps more. And that hits again. Ooh, yeah, baby. A thirteen. Well, we magic everything. So uh, you went, you went around the back. You started stabbing him with your rapier, and then Twix, as soon as you, he sees that, he goes for both knee, one kneecap. He slices, mm -hmm. and the other kneecap, he slices. Yogur's like, "Oh, you little fuckers! I will stomp on you like little insects." Doing a great job of it so far. So he turns to you, and he he uh, tries to beat his club down on you again. Sure. 26. For 10 points of damage. I will use my uncanny dodge as a reaction and half that. Okay. 
So I was just hesitating to know five. if you had something that would limit the the attack. No, no, it's just like that. It's a big yeah. roll. All right, so next are the two orcs. One's going to move around Twix. He's going to take two attacks. One's going to hit. He gets advantage on it, so he's going to do that. Nine points of damage. Got it. The other orc, using his flanking. 17 plus five probably hits Twix. Mm -hmm. And 12 points of damage. Great axes, man. My turn? Your turn. Could we move Mr. Devereaux up to the ogre? Nope. One more. Yeah, there we go. One more now. Alright. We'll uh, have him attack with his brand shiny new mace. You All do right. this so you have advantage against this guy and flank him. Since Twix is right here. I'm not attacking him. I'm attacking the ogre. I know. I'm sorry. Don't worry. I got this. I'm not done yet. Alright, still attacking the ogre with his shiny new mace. For a lot. That's gonna hit him. Yeah. Basically, any attack roll will hit an ogre. For 10 points of damage. The ogre goes to a knee. He's almost dead. Luckily, he has another attack I forgot about. And that's not likely. Uh, 12. It hits. Oh my. Ogre has very, very little. <laughs> For nine points of damage. The ogre falls over. So does, does he do a couple of like uh, jabs? Like a rape? Or he's he's with smashing mace? him with a oh, mace. Oh yeah, he's smashing him with a big holy mace. Now he's holding the mace and in my mind he just walks up there like, like he, well, he runs over to help of his friends but there's a moment where he just kind of walks up to the ogre and he just, after this is after Twix slashes the uh, kneecaps up. And he comes over and he just smashes the guy against the head twice. And the guy's head just splits open and he falls down. Excellent okay. work, Mr. Devereaux. The work. Well, that's all the time we have, and thank you for listening. If you're wondering, there's only one more episode left until the end of Season 1. Season 2 will take our adventures into the Underdark with a new main character and a whole lot of surprises. I cannot wait to edit it all down, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. So if you like us, please, please, please tell a friend, a co-worker, loved one, or stranger. 
Leave us comments and gifts. I like chocolates and dinosaur plush things, also kitten calendars and Fifth Element cosplay. So, until next time, toodles.